we're talking about dressing for business success. Note that that is different from dressing to look good. Dressing for business success means dressing to enhance your chances of business success. The distinction is very important. You may dress well and look good, but send a wrong signal. A dress is a messenger. It conveys impressions. Why do we need to treat this topic, you ask? And there are, quote-unquote, more important topics like managing your staff and finance. I've said it before on this program, and I'll say it again. Little foxes spoil the vine. In other words, seemingly inconsequential are significant determinants of prosperity. The truth is, many have lost out on business deals just because of their appearance, and they don't even know. It's in the same manner that some have lost out on employment opportunities by reason of appearance. The interviewer will never tell you is not his job. Dressing is a key factor of business endeavor. The rationale goes to the very roots of human nature. You see, there is something you need to know about human nature. A man is a visual entity. Let me illustrate. If I say the word dog, you don't think of the letters D-O-G. No. You probably saw a 40, four-legged canine. Perhaps you saw one of my dogs. Brandy and Ideo, those are my two dogs. I named them after brands and ideas. They're very small dogs, black and white. They serve as protocol officers in my house. Their job is to welcome visitors. They are so hairy, you could mistake them for walking wigs. For some reason, the white one, Brandy, reminds me of PDD in his four white fur coats. I'm sure you can visualize my dogs now. That's exactly what happens in business. People visualize you and process your imagery to arrive at certain conclusions. You are a biological visual. Now, what you wear covers 80 to 90% of your body mass. In other words, we never really see you, we see your clothes. This simple fact is what informed Nike's business expansion into sportswear. Nike was originally a footwear company. The co-founder, Phil Knight, who was an athlete in university, was watching a sports program one day when he noticed that 90% of the time the camera was focused on the athlete's body, not his shoes. That was a big eureka moment for him, and today, Nike is raking in billions of dollars from recognizing the obvious. What you wear is what we see. We see your clothes before we know you, and because humans are judgmental, they judge you immediately from what you are wearing. That is the way of the world, and even God agrees. The good book tells us that man looks at the outward appearance while God looks at the heart. Since God is not ordinarily resident on earth and doesn't need a supply of products and services, I think it makes sense to dress to please the humans you are transacting business with. That, of course, won't be necessary in heaven, but till you get there, that's just the way it has to be. Be wise. Now, you may choose to prove that this shouldn't be so. I agree, but you are not a business rights activist. You are a businessman. Don't use your life to prove such points. You can't win. Human nature is just what it is. Your clothes must communicate in split seconds that you take opportunities seriously, that you are responsible, confident, capable, and intelligent, and that you are worthy of that contract. When you dress appropriately to business meetings, you show respect for the people you are meeting. While you are making your pitch, they are making their judgments. They are assessing you. 
humans unconsciously believe that capability and character can be designed from dressing. To the human, as a man dresses, so he thinks. There are some no-nos in business dressing. Don't show up in slippers. It's a sign of disrespect. Unless, of course, you're in the region where slippers are regarded otherwise. If you're female, please don't wear mini to business meetings. You are sending out an interesting message. For the men, I say you can't go wrong with a white shirt. If you can coordinate a dark suit, black or blue, with a crisp and clean white shirt and black shoes, you can keep changing your tie and no one will immediately suspect that you don't have more than one suit. The shoes must have laces. Please, please, no white socks. You are not Michael Jackson. You can't go wrong with black socks. Ladies have more flexibility than men, but a simple skirt suit, black or blue, can be coordinated with a changing area of use or camisoles. Simple jewelry will convey professionalism. Please, 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 no white shoes. Ladies, you are not going to a wedding. In a deeply conservative environment like Nigeria, where traditional respect is a cultural artifact, it is unwise to wear jeans to business meetings. If you've been blessed with a fountain of youth, you may be taken for a small boy or a small girl if you wear jeans to business meetings. Nigerians like thick madams and oga. The fatter the madam and the more rotund the belly of oga, the more respect is accorded. Obesity is often mistaken as a sign of success in the Nigerian environment. If you have a small stature and you wear jeans, you may be kept too long in a waiting room. Dress formally in such situations and carry yourself well. By that, I don't mean for you to demonstrate comic pomposity. Exaggerated walking is not the same as carrying yourself well. What about traditional dresses? It depends. Supply contractors to government establishments can generally get away with it, but in a real corporate world, it may be a hard sell. It's hard to believe a consultant in a flowing Agbada gown. The critical question to ask when choosing what to wear is, what impression am I conveying? How will people view me in the context of my business? And please don't compare yourself with established successful businessmen. They have net worth and network. They can get away with many things. But even they won't go visiting a high-ranking state official in casuals. It is an affront and a sign of disrespect. The younger you are in business, the more you want to be careful. Some businesses are particularly gender sensitive. In a world dominated by men, a woman must show that she is capable and demand respect. She must be careful not to project feminine attributes that titillate amorous, lecherous propensities. Prove that you know your onions and your numbers. Prepare properly for meetings. Anticipate certain questions. Have your answers ready. Then the men will respect you. It's unfortunate, but that's the reality of a male-dominated environment. In some businesses, you must demonstrate your wear. If you're in the fashion business, for example, it's expected that you advertise your product by wearing them yourself, or else you'll be regarded as a mere trader, and your goods will be wrongly priced. You want to show elegance and style if you're in that line of business, particularly if you're in the high-end luxury market. That's why clothing stores in the UK give the staff the clothes on sale to wear. If you're in the cosmetics business, you're expected to demonstrate your products. 
The ladies in the makeup section of Selfridges store in England are so perfectly made up, you wonder whether they ever cry. They are like mannequins. That is the nature of the business. What about musicians, artists and the people in the entertainment business? God bless their hearts. But they are supposed to be over the top and flamboyant, aren't they? That's their trade signature. But the successful ones often have business managers wearing proper suits in tow. If what you are selling in your artwork as an artist is madness, then you are supposed to be spaced out. That's what artists say to me anyway. However, as you walk about as a biological exhibit in Rastafarian hairdo, make sure you take along your business manager. Artists would rather not be bothered with such mundane stuff like accounts and figures and contracts. During business meetings, they tend to look totally disinterested. It's possible that they jump up suddenly and begin to paint imaginary pictures in the air. They can even arm a tune from Star Trek and wear an Afro wig to business meetings. All these are perfectly understand. It's called marketing. But remember that no one wants to do business with a madman. Bring your manager along to the business meeting if you are spaced out or you wear a proper suit. If you appear alone, looking wretched and poor, it may be hard to you, but someone is going to take advantage of you. In closing, remember, man looks at the outward appearance, only God looks at the heart. Dressing is a business tool. Use it. I wish you success in your endeavor. And the thought for this week is, if you wear it right, we get you right. Thank you.